0: We've been waiting so long, the season's finally here, so get up and cheer, cause Teal's Drunk is here.
1: I will absolutely be a fan of bass holes now. All right, guys, welcome to, I can't really even say welcome back, just welcome to this episode of Timberwolves Talk Podcast. Um, I'm i am here with Peyton Reese, and it, it's been a little while again. It seems like we've been having to say that a good amount, um, but we're, we're trying to get back on a normal schedule. its We had the big, long Christmas break. I finally just got back to college, so we hopefully will get on the schedule we were on before we left, which was actually pretty efficient.
0: Yeah, we were, we were on a nice little. we were going like once or twice a week. We didn't even did like post game breakdowns. Obviously, that wasn't uh, sustainable, but I think we'll we'll find more of a balance here as the um as school gets back into the flow. And I mean, we're just starting now. We're not even at the All Star break yet, so I think. Once we get in the flow of like, once the season starts to end, like wind down and we're getting to the playoffs, I think that's when we're going to be a lot more consistent. Cause that's, that's honestly when there's going to be the most content for us to talk about. Yeah. We really gotta, we gotta make sure we make it to the playoffs cause we need to, we need to be talking into May and June and maybe yeah. July. Who knows? Yeah, We might be, man. I, I don't even, the, the sad thing is I don't even know when the NBA playoffs start, when like the NBA finals are just cause we're that so far out of it being timbrose fans i really just don't even know is it when it when, is it, when are the nba finals usually i, I want to the finals are in july i thought wow okay They're so mid, we got mid-summer um so that's six months away yeah are you sure still, that wasn't just because of covid um no
1: no it's in the summer um yeah i mean we're hitting the all-star break here pretty soon um i believe february right february all-star break um yeah, so we'll be halfway through the season. Hopefully, um we can just consistently keep playing like a 500 team. I mean, that's kind of what our identity is at the moment, win some tough games, lose some bad ones. No, I mean,
0: I would like to I'd beg to differ. I think our identity is a team that's one or two games under 500. I think that's where we're comfortable. I think that's what we I mean, hey, for. We, we finally broke the 500, though. We were that's what
1: one in six in games that we could go over 500, and
0: we finally broke it. We're 24 and 23 at the time of filming this, so keep that in mind. That's what I'm saying. We're trying to change the identity, but at, at the current moment, our identity is a team that's one or two games below 500. But um, but yeah, man. I mean, that's not a bad place to be considering where we were last year. And I think I saw that we just won our 23rd. Well, are we we just won our 23rd. When we won our 23rd game, that surpassed the amount of wins that we had or tied the amount of wins that we had for last season. So I guess with the win last night, we passed that's our total win. amount of wins from last season. So that's insane in yeah, itself. Big
1: improvement in one year, that is for sure. Um, Yeah, it's it, things have been looking up as we're sitting pretty nice in the seventh seed right now. There's still a lot of fluctuation that can happen between us, the Lakers, and the Clippers at the moment. But there's also fluctuation that can happen in the five and six seed, which is good for us. Um, the Nuggets at the moment are 24 and 21, as we are 24 and 23. Um, yep. Hey, Nuggets, play some more games, maybe, please. Um, <laughs> and then the Dallas Mavericks are 27 and 20. So both those teams are a, have less games than us, but we are for sure in a position to try to overtake the five or the six seed. We just have to go on, you know, a win streak like we're on right now. We just have to string those together, you know, win seven out of 10 a couple more times. Um, It's not completely entirely possible. I really do think we can make the six seed spot. We can knock the nuggets out. I think without MPJ or Jamal Murray still not being back, that door is wide open for us to do that. Um, But yeah, I, I think, the Lakers are playing a little bit better basketball lately. They got Anthony Davis back, so you do have to watch them from the eighth seed at the moment. But, yeah, I, there's this is not going to be the way the final standings are in the West. Um, it's going to be completely different. Who knows? Who, yeah. who knows who the heck will be in?
0: I don't know. I think my prediction is I think the Lakers are going to come around. I mean, the Lakers are one of the most talented rosters in the nba i mean that's just a fact like you can't really deny it russell westbrook everyone loves to hate on him but he's a pretty solid player anthony davis just a couple years ago was considered a top five player in the league and lebron and you can you can make argue that that he's one of the best one of the best players in the league so i think the lakers are going to figure it out i think they will pass us up and i think when it's all said and done i think about seven eight nine is where we're gonna where we're gonna land which I mean, it's not ideal. You don't want to be in that playing tournament, but it is a big upgrade from last year. And, you know, I I would be happy with that at the end of the day. I think the sixth seed, I think that that if we did that, that would be in that would be amazing. But I don't know. I don't want to get my hopes that high. I gotta be a realist here at this point.
1: Yeah, for we're like chances are we're going to have to win a play in game and we want if if we're going to have to be in the play-in position, I want to be in the seventh or eighth spots. So we just have to win one of those. We can get in. Um, And, you know, at the moment right now, like say we're, we'd we be the seventh seed if the season stopped right here, we'd have to play the Lakers one game. Um, And then if we lost, we'd either have to play the Blazers or I believe who's the team, right? the Clippers. So, I mean, yeah. I'd feel confident about winning at least one out of those two games. Um, But that's the thing. If there was a team to lose two straight games and get knocked out of the play-in, it would would be be us. It would be us. And we'd be (laughs) streaming
0: both those games or at those games. And we'd just be just devastated. See, that's, that's another thing I want to talk about, Chris. If we make the play-in and we somehow get a home game, are we going to go to that game or are we going to look at the record of games that we've gone to and say, Hey, you know what? Maybe we just stream this game because I don't want to. I mean, I,
1: I have a decent record. I'm 500 going to Timberwolves games. You, on the other hand, I'm one in three. I think You're one in three. So that, that's not a good record.
0: But I also was at attendance to maybe what someone argued would be the best Timberwolves game of the season this year was the Miami Heat game against Jimmy Butler. So mm-hmm.
1: that is true. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, most likely me and you will probably be near. Near the city, so I mean,
0: either we either we're going there or we're streaming. I think a stream would be very fun if we could do it in person. That'd be that'd be insane. Um, I'd have
1: to check the ticket prices. I'm sure sh- I'm sure people would want to go to a Timberwolves playing game.
0: I would hope. I mean, I would hope so. I would hope so for sure.
1: But <laughs> doesn't Chris, happen too often.
0: I mean, we we both. I mean, we might not be present here with podcasts or with social media or anything like that. But I mean, I feel like we've done a decent job streaming the games. And on our own time, I think both of us have each been watching most of the games, if not all of the games. So we have, we, can, we have a pretty firm grasp on how these last 10 or so games have gone. What do you think has been the biggest factor in these last few games? Offense.
1: Um, we have the best offensive rating in January, which is what we finally expected out of this team. And I think our defense is rated 15th, which honestly, at pretty the damn good. season, if you told me our defense was ranked 15th, that's even higher than I would have expected. So if if we can be the number one offense, and the number 15 defense, that'll work. Um, a lot of these games, though, we've had to score like 130 points, like, like the Brooklyn game. We had to score 133 points to beat them against 121. I mean, you don't want to live off offense because offense isn't always going to be there. But I think this team knows when the offense isn't there, they have to lock in on defense, create turnovers. I think they know – you know, what they have to do if they're struggling at one, one or the other.
0: Yeah. And I think with the way the roster is built it's a, I think it's, I'd much rather be reliant on our offense than reliant on our defense. Like I, I would be okay giving up more points. If it, if we're relying more on scoring more than the other team, I mean, that either that's how you win a game is just by scoring more points than the other team. So, that's right, and with how many different options we have, we have D'Angelo Russell, and if he wants, Chris, he can score 30 points. Anthony Edwards, he can score 40 points if he wants. And Carl, he can score he can score 40 if he wants as well. So it's just it's the baton being passed, and I think it's all coming together. I think we're starting to learn how, how to play off of each other, and I think I can attribute most of that to D'Angelo Russell lately. I think just the way he's been running this team is just insane. He's He's – I one last thing the way that he is like over um overshot my expectations for him for this year is just it's really mind-blowing I did not expect this from him and I'm overjoyed
1: he has been a super huge piece you know the last ever since he got back from COVID actually um he's been playing lights out like what whatever he's doing I think he's shooting like 67% from the field and 47 from three like those those are those numbers are going to be very beneficial to a team. And Jim Pete made a good point last night. How he said, I think I think the team, especially without Cat Ant or D'Lo, learned how to pl- learn how to rely on each other. Especially Jalen Noel. I feel like these guys rely a lot more heavily on what he can do creating shots. Um, you know, there was wasn't a whole lot of great during. Um, <laughs> during the COVID, but they know these teammates, some of their teammates can make plays down, And they know Vando can roll the basket and dunk. They know McDaniels can shoot the three every so often. They know about Noel, um, your guy, Malik, man. Uh, you know, he had a good game when we streamed, but uh, other than that, he's he's been back to normal Malik, man. Well, no, he's back to to more Beasley this this year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Three points last night on, uh, 20 minutes one for five shooting that's yeah, just turnovers too i believe he had a block though he had a good but blo- he had pinned that guy against the backboard to get a run started yeah he cool. can't figure it out and i don't know i think torian prince has been just a great bench piece and i saw someone tweet this i don't know who it was but i think he can actually have a huge role in the team going into the playoffs if he can keep this up i mean he scored zero points but I mean, still.
1: He, he did a lot last night, though. He did I a did. lot. Like, it, that's what I'm saying. He made his a,
0: presence felt. Who, who did team. not do a lot
1: last night, though, was, uh, you know, another guy that w- that has been struggling recently that doesn't usually struggle is Nas Reed. And mm-hmm. last night was extremely
0: apparent of that. There is, he could not guard Nurkic to Holy see. Holy shit, bro. Sorry. I just got the shit scared out of me. An ad popped up on my ESPN. I thought something crashed in the background. <laughs> wow. Uh, I guess we're we're all good there, but Nas
1: was getting dominated by Nurkic, like absolutely dominated. I can't even uh Nas couldn't hit a three. Uh he couldn't really get to the basket like he's used to. He was missing hook shots. Uh you know, when you when you're when Nas isn't creating offense, he's just an undersized center who can't rebound too well. And that was very apparent last night of us getting out rebounded heavily again. Um, so yeah, that's something to keep an eye on, actually, is is if Nas Reed and Malik Beasley just played like themselves, like, like, these games would be a blowout.
0: We'd have a lot more help. And, I mean, then you don't have to have Anthony Edwards scoring 40 points with zero assists. It's only the second time someone under the age of – or I think – is it how old is Anthony? Is he 20 now? 20. Yeah, it's, it's like a, there's only two times that a 20-year-old – someone 20 or younger has scored 40 points with zero assists. The only other time was uh, Carmelo Anthony so i mean it's an interesting stat but i would like to look back and see the amount of assist attempts that he had that's a that's a stat my mom made up for me back when i was playing all my teammates would miss so many layups and threes that she made up a stat called assist attempted so if you pass to someone and they missed the shot you still get the assist attempt yeah. but so i think he had a lot of those so you gotta you gotta look at the game like if you just look at that stat you're like wow Ant's a ball hog but what I saw was I saw a player that was assertive. I saw a player that was not going to let his team lose no matter what it took. And with the way everyone else was shooting last night, I think that's exactly what we needed. And then he did it, and we won the game. Yeah, it was nice to see Amp put
1: together a full game because the past few games, he was, like, on track to have monster games and just things happen, like the Hawks game. He had 20 points at half, gets ejected. Uh, the game before that, he scored, like, 21 points, in half and then just like, or that was, yeah, he scored like 20 something in the second half, but scored zero in the first half. Like he, you gotta be, we need him to play full games. And when he plays full games, this is the result of it. So, I mean, he started off the game tonight, even shooting pretty poor, which was a, you know, a good sign that he bounced back from that and had a 40 point game.
0: Yeah. Especially coming off the, uh, the injury that he had two night two games ago. (laughs) (laughs) I,
1: I gotta say something. Anthony Edwards has done this a couple times now, where he acts like he has like a a major injury, and, and I we don't want to jinx anything
0: bandage. here, but he did it last night as well. He um yeah the he cramped grab. and he he ran off the court, like fell down on the ground, and then after the free throw was shot, he checked back into the game. So I remember
1: I, you remember last year too. He had an apparent knee injury and
0: came back the next game. Or I think he came back that game. See, like good. I, I, I don't ever want to like, but it's just yeah. Either, it's he makes it tough on us fans. Yeah, the the one, the one last game, not not the Blazers, the one before.
1: I mean, he made it look as detrimental as possible. He, yeah, he had a towel over the head, <laughs> limped off the floor, put no weight on it. I mean, come on, man. I get knocking knees hurts, but you can't like. <laughs> Oh man, that was
0: bad. That was that was tough because we were coming off a huge win too. Yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. It took all, it took out all the all the air of the win. Like, we were just like, <laughs> shit. There he is. Like we won, but ants out. Hey man, Vanderbilt's been making free throws lately. That's another big plus. Yeah, that's been too, And I saw him make a right-handed layup, which was another first. I've never seen him make a right-handed layup until it was a crazy putback he had, but it was still a right-handed layup. So. Yep. Yeah, he's been he's been impressing a lot of people. He's finally getting some recognition
1: around the league. I saw he's like 5th or 6th on the de- defensive player of the year ladder. So I mean, if you're on that pace, you should make maybe all defense one of the you teams That'd be that be kind of That would
0: that would be insane if he did because he's really proved it to all of us that you can be a player that has a very limited offensive game. When I say limited, I mean dunking and left-handed layups. <laughs> As limited as it gets. As about as limited as it gets. And no, no offense to him, but Dane Moore said it first in the beginning of the season. He he was shooting a lot of threes, and they just weren't going in. But the thing is, he he she shows everyone that he knows what he's good at. He knows he's good at defensive rebounding, offensive rebounding, defense, and left-handed layups and dunks. And that's all he does. And hustle. That's all he does. He's not shooting threes like he he knows he can't shoot threes, so he doesn't do it. He's not shooting yeah. many mid-ranges. He knows he's not good at that. He's doing what he's doing, and he's still getting recognition by the mainstream media, and you just love to see that. Yeah, man. Be
1: the, be the star in your role, like Cat like, uh, like always says, actually. Be the star in your role. Exactly, um, man. I mean, yeah, this, this team's trending in the right direction. I really do believe that. It's, it really sucks at this time when we're winning so many games that we have to play uh, the freaking Warriors-Suns. And then jazz all three in a row. Um, could
0: be a could be a great test for us, though. That's what I'm looking at. That's how every, I'm seeing it. You're playing
1: the number one, two, and possibly three teams in the West at this point. I think the Jazz are four.
0: Exactly. Four, so if you, not mistaken. So I mean, realistically, I just want if I'm projecting, I just want one win. And I think I, we could win against the Jazz. I think we, we should could win against jazz the Warriors. And... Is Curry is Curry back though?
1: Yeah, Curry's Curry's back. They actually just slaughtered the uh grizz no who'd they just they beat someone really bad last night that was good but i mean hey man the warriors fans are out for our heads too it'll be a great for our great heads, our
0: personal heads <laughs> they we were we were uh we were going at them last live stream are you are you you out going out tomorrow night tomorrow night i'm not going out tomorrow night actually so are we, st- are we streaming the game or we can, what we can, we can stream that yeah, i mean but, i feel like fun. we we might be oversaturating with uh warriors live streams but Oh, Mine's as well. Why well,
1: Mine... the games on TNT tomorrow, though, Peyton? Is it? Yeah, it's a national game. Yeah, we, we ain't we live streaming. No, we'll just go out tomorrow. <laughs> Actually, I got comedy club tonight. You're performing? No, no. I wish <laughs> I wish
0: I was that funny to perform. Uh, we should get Ant at a comedy club. I think he could do. Some we thing. should. I've never been to a comedy club. I think that'd be be hilarious. It'd be. Uh, I mean, I just hear about him all the time. I mean, on uh, on the Joe good, Rogan, that's all he talks stuff. about. It's good stuff. I mean, a lot of
1: it's hit or miss, but when it when it hits, it's funny. Also, when it misses, it's funny though. That you yeah, get I think a, that's you get a big that's big part of f- red light in the back. Everyone can see, and that means get off the stage.
0: Really? Oh yeah. What do they call that in the comedy? Uh, I, they call I, it, I don't know. No, there's a name of it. Um, bombing is that, I think it's called bombing. Oh yeah, you, uh, that sounds about right. It's called bombing. Yeah, some you know, some will say it's the most humiliating thing that can happen to a person.
1: It is. And did did Anthony Edwards bomb his postgame interview last night? I want to hear it because there's a couple like int- there's a couple of interesting clips from it. And D'Lo just looked like a disappointed father up on stage. Like he didn't re- he didn't say I a didn't- word. He didn't really know when to talk.
0: Well, that's to see. I, I think there's um there's a time and place for two person interviews. I think two people that can do a two man interview, Vando and Ant, maybe they kind of have the same level of funniness. Like they're both immature guys, like joking yeah. guys. Like it's like, it's like two little brother, you know, like there's always this like little kids. But when you put Delo, who now has taken on this role, this team has the grandfather, the, the serious vet, the leader, the guy who he can't really, he, he's almost got Pat Bev peeking in on him. He's got it. He's got to be the serious guy for this team. He can't really joke around. He, he shows up to games where in, suits and um and doc Martins with glasses on so he he uh he can't be having that and then you put ant on there who's coming off one of the best games of his career um just just cracking jokes left and right just saying a lot of out-of-pocket hilarious stuff d oh, i mean
1: he called himself black jesus and for anyone that doesn't know that's what all the other players called mj back in the day and it, you know is that disrespect or is he gonna because you got to live up to it if you're gonna call yourself black jesus
0: you yeah, gotta live up to that. I don't know. I th- I thought it was. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was just a funny, a funny interview. And that's the great thing about Ant is he he'll entertain us on the court, and we all know, win or loss, he will have some entertaining clips after the game as well. It's kind of like, um, it's a reporter's best. Like best. Like I don't even know how what what the you can get. It, you can get anything you want out of him. Yeah, he's he's a reporter's player for sure. I think yeah. he's a media player. He's a media player, and, and it, it bodes well for us because we get some good laughs in the morning when we're reading the tweets. I also love when um, Dane Moore tweets out the quotations of the tweets, and it's just like stuff he would never say or like never how he would say it, and it's just it's hilarious.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been you know it's good, it's good vibes around the Timberwolves world right now. Um, i I'm, I'm sure things will go down down the drain soon here but no i gotta you know, keep you gotta keep it up op- you know these three games don't define a season too, is what we have to remember when we're playing against the warriors Suns, and the jazz but we also have to keep in mind that these three teams are going to be on top for a little bit you know in the coming years and we're going to have to be able to you know develop compete. into a team that can beat these guys and at least compete exactly and i don't think we did that last time against the jazz and i don't
0: we haven't played the Suns yet, right? This year. No, we did. We did. We played them pretty well, actually. I, I think we lost. Oh, them.
1: that's right. That's right. That's right. Yep. I remember we, that. We we we've beat, have we beat the Warriors twice this year, or
0: we've only beat them once so no, far. No,
1: we've only beat them I think we've only played them twice, beat them once. Um actually the Suns game last year against the Warriors was one of the most entertaining games I've ever watched was the uh
0: the cat and ant uh 40 point games and then yeah, we, we actually
1: beat we beat the Suns later that year too.
0: Yeah, so no, what I'm saying is like how you're saying that we're starting to trend up now. I think that this whole season um, has been an upward trend. I think if you were to graph it out, obviously I I don't have a graph of the ups and downs of the season, everything as it's been up like positives, negatives. I think overall it's been an upward trend, and it's just all been up like trending towards the uh, towards the playoffs, and I think. Yeah. Yeah, we might take a little dip here, but I also think this is a great opportunity to, like you said, compete with teams that we need to compete with. Maybe not this year, but in the future, if we're going to be one of these, one of the best teams in the West, definitely have to compete with these teams. So you're completely right there, man.
1: Yeah, I think, I think, you know, I mean, rock bottom scenario, we lose all three of these, but I think a good Like an average goal for this team would just to be stay stay five hundred throughout these three games. Win one, lose two, or you know if win two, lose one. I mean, come on now.
0: Or lose, you know, lose all three, but compete, get better. Yeah, that's okay too. I mean, that's that's another thing. I think the fans are honestly maturing as well with this team. I think that our fan base was very immature. We didn't know how to handle winning, and that's why at the beginning of the season when we won one game, it was oh we're going. We're going to the playoffs, gonna you know, make a huge run at it. Like, and then when we started losing games, everyone was jumping ship. Everyone wanted to start trading all of our assets away. I think that we're start I think the fans are starting to develop and mature a little bit more that you know what might lose a few games here and there, but in the in the long run, it's okay. The best teams lose games.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Um gosh, what was I just gonna say?
0: I don't know, but I did just totally realize blank, this. Man. I did just realize this while you think I'm wearing a green hat right now with a green screen behind me. So when you guys are watching this, this hat's going to look just stupid on my (laughs) hat.
1: You're going to have a great background for this.
0: I don't know what it's going to be, but
1: yeah. So I was going to get into the topic a little bit of, you know, the trade trade deadlines coming up soon here in like two ish weeks. I think February 10th. So, yeah, a little over two weeks. Um, Would you like to see a small move or not?
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. And I was uh, I've been looking at the um, at the box scores a little bit and I've been watching the games. And um, honestly, I think there's a certain point that maybe not just in basketball, but in life where a change can affect both parties positively. And I think there's a certain situation on the Timberwolves with Josh Kogi where, you know, this year he has not had a big role on the Timberwolves. He, he's done all they've asked for him. Every time he goes out there, he hustles, he plays defense. But I really, with the way the team's developing, I don't think he has much of a of a spot on our team. But I also think that that doesn't mean he's not an NBA player. I think that he could find a, a role on many other teams in the league. And I also think that we could get something back in return for him that might help us out. So I think Josh Kogi would be someone I would be okay with us parting with.
1: Yeah, I feel that I. There's a couple players, you know, honestly that could that could fit that mold, and I think. But, uh, you, go, you keep Fan, f- fans hate to would maybe hate to recognize this point, but I've thought about Jaden McDaniels a long time. Like I, I really have. And like, I think he's probably a potential trade, you know, piece. In you really think so? Two. I think if the wolves are going to pull off a trade, like. Sachin's expected to, like, I think he'll make a decent value trade in the coming weeks. And I think that may or may not take Jaden McDaniels, which I don't know how I'd feel about it. Um, he's a player player who could, you know, easily have a starting role on a, on a young team maybe. Um,
0: well, he's starting on our team, isn't he?
1: Yeah. Well, well, with Pat Bev out. Yes. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know. I I don't know about, I like Jaden McDaniels. He's raw. He's still very raw. Raw player. I don't know how I feel. I like him, but um, I just feel like every time I look up at the TV, he's missing a wide open three or a layup. Like he he's getting great shots. He's starting to be more aggressive, getting to the paint. But the problem is, we're praising him for being aggressive. We're not praising him for making shots because he doesn't make them very often. Like we're we're happy to see him taking these shots, being aggressive. But it seems like it just hasn't clicked yet where he's converting on these. So he hasn't been playing great right now, but. I think I can see it trending upward, but also, you know, I, I guess I could see it. I guess I could see a trade with him. I would be I would be sad by that. I think he has a future with this team.
1: Yeah, any, anyone that gets broken up, you know, I'd be kind of sad with the way the season's going. We're finally starting to win a few games. Um,
0: I, I mean, I think we all have unfair, like, connections with all the players in this team. Like, the fact that we've been covering for so long, like, if we we – no one's really been traded. Since we've started this podcast, besides like Ricky Rubio and Wancho, of course, and Jared but,
1: Culver, I guess,
0: and Jared Culver, and even Jared Culver, I was like, wow, like I don't want to get rid of Jared Culver, man. He's still got, <laughs> I still believe in him, but obviously, that was, those are some great trades for our team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We got a good, a lot of, a lot of good stuff in return. I don't know, know
0: man. I, I don't think we're going to make a huge move. I don't think that that's going to happen. I think, I don't know, though. I, I would love to be surprised. But I just hope we do. I no Ben Simmons. That's all I ask. No Ben Simmons. I I saw actually saw a report. They're trying to
1: wait until um the off season. But like, I don't know, man. If I'm the Sixers, like,
0: get rid of him, dude. What are you doing? You're
1: contending right. MV. He's he's MVP'd right now, man. M M B is MVP'd. He's been playing yeah. unreal the past five six games, averaging forty points. Sixers are up there competing. I feel like if they just had a Ben Simmons caliber player that they could trade for not, not even
0: not, not even a Ben not Simmons even if, like a like what a, I saw a trade offer that they got from was it the Kings Kings who offered them just an insane deal and they turned it down it could it could have been uh, like if you get a player could, like De'Aaron Fox or something even like someone like that that can complement Embiid just like and some first to get set up for the next couple of years so you can stay competing which yeah, like what are, you, what are you doing holding on right now? I feel like his his value will not go up from where it is right now. I think it's the lowest it can go unless they're trying to get him to come back, which would be an insane story. If they can somehow mend this and bring Ben Simmons back into the equation before the playoffs and win the championship with Ben Simmons, I mean, you can't, you can't make up a better story than that. It would be quite the storyline, man. That would be a storyline. Think about that. No one's thought about that. This guy could still come back. I've seen stuff on Twitter that he will come back, and I know it was it's just Twitter, but still.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think a player we should try to acquire would be more towards uh, a Robert Covington or a Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes on the upper end, even you know, because we'd have to give up. I think. We'd have we might have to give up a protect a lottery protected first for you know Harrison Barnes honestly and
0: that's not worth it.
1: Yeah, well we'd have to trade Malik too. We'd have to trade Malik and you know
0: I can't do that. You know I can't get I can't give up on Malik this this That's this the season. thing though
1: if we want if we want a mid tier caliber player we're gonna you got to give trade up Malik something yeah contract his yeah. contract like we just have to match salaries we don't have cap room at the moment. So Malik is a.
0: He's not helping his trade value right now. Maybe this is all, maybe this is all part of the plan. Maybe, um, maybe he doesn't want to leave Minnesota. Maybe he's just like, you know what? After the trade deadline, I'm going to start making my shots, but I, I need to have my value as low as possible. So they don't trade me. And then I can start going off again and, and really start trying, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's the plan. You got to look at everything, Chris. Always. You really do. You really do. But I don't know, man. I think uh, these next three games, I'm actually really excited to watch. Um, so we got Golden State tomorrow on Thursday, Phoenix on Friday, and then Sunday, Utah. So that's those are all weekend games. I think if you guys don't have anything going on, tune in. This will be a test of the old Timberwolves. I think we got everyone back. Is Bev going to be back, you think?
1: He should be back.
0: Yeah, we got every, everyone back. No excuses. Like, this is this is really when we're testing – ourselves against these good teams is that the perfect time i think yeah yeah i'm excited man it's gonna be some good games coming up i think so too man well hey guys thanks for uh thanks for tuning in uh we didn't forget about you guys we still uh we still enjoy the podcast you know we just had a lot going on uh we'll we'll try to be try to be a little bit more consistent but i don't even want to lie to you guys and say that it's going to be a weekly thing We'll try to we'll, we'll we'll try to live stream. We're still, you know, we're this, still you know. getting our
1: still getting our footing in school at the moment. You know, we, yeah.
0: If you guys make it, up every excuse, yeah, we can make up every. I mean, we have. I mean, they got the <laughs> Thanksgiving, Christmas, Christmas, New Year's. We've we've came up with every excuse, but I, we'll we'll still keep coming up with them. But finals finals are coming. Up. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Um, make sure to subscribe if you haven't. Make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it is. Chris, have a, have a have a great night, man. Happy late birthday. Everyone Everyone wish Chris a happy late birthday in the comments. And you know what? Go Wolves. Go Wolves.